Amen. Listen to me. I want you to understand you have ears. Everyone say, I have ears. So you got these ears. But you have ears on the inside. Your spirit man has ears. If we were to take your spirit being out, it would look just like this, except it would be a different... Or I'd be clear or whatever. I don't know what you would say. But you'd have hands. You'd have arms. You'd have a head. You have ears. And the thing is, in this hour in which we live, you better be listening with those ears. You can come in here and, and, and listen to a message and say that's a good message and leave here and not have heard anything. It's my heart's desire to pastor a people that have ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying in this season, in this hour. Because if you don't, you're going to be sorely disappointed, perplexed, and confused. So, everyone take your hands. You got hands? Or put one hand, if whatever. Grab your ears. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for this people, this body of believers today, that they'll listen and hear with not just natural ears, but ears on the inside, spiritual ears, that they'll discern and recognize what the Spirit of the Lord is saying in this hour. So, Father, we thank You, Lord, for Your Word that brings understanding and revelation we receive it today in Jesus' name. And everyone that agreed with that said, Amen. Amen. Look in your Bibles to Psalm 37. I had a message all prepared, and I'm not going to do it. So uh, we're going to, I just believe I want to communicate to you something today that I believe will help you and benefit you. Psalms 37 and verse 23. What subject are we on, by the way? We can tie it to that subject. This year we've been on the, the subject of blessing. God wants to bless His people. But I want you to understand today, God can't bless you. Until you take a step of faith. God cannot bless you until you take a step of faith. He's a wonderful God. But many times He's waiting on His people to step, take a step. There's probably something in your life right now you've been wavering, wondering about, waiting for God to do something, when in all reality, God is waiting for you to do something. Take a step. Take a step. And here we have Psalm 37 and verse 23. All of us could probably quote this scripture. The steps of a good man are what? Ordered or established by the Lord, and he delights in his way. So, you know, we need to trust God to direct our steps. Now, you can direct your steps if you want to. 
You can do what you want to and have all your plans. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But I want to make sure I'm doing it God's way. I want to take a step of faith that pleases God. And sometimes when we look around, we think, oh my God, how can I do this? But it says here, the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. The steps of a good man. You know, I'm, I'm a good man. Not a perfect man. But I am a good man. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I fear God Almighty. I get on my knees every day to Him. God, I can expect to direct my steps. He will. And that's, that's where we need to be right now. In your individual lives, in your families, and in this church corporately, we need to take a step. It's been said this last year, we need to simplify. Well, there are steps we can take to simplify. And they might be simple steps. You might not think they're big steps. But you still need to take them. I just don't understand why pastor's doing this, why he's doing that. Just forget it. Shut up. Just do it. Don't try to reason things out. Well, we could have done it this way or we did it that way. Forget it. We're going a new way. Well, that's a step of faith. I don't have all the answers, but all I know is I'm going to take that initial step. And it's hard to do that sometimes. Isn't it? Proverbs 16.9 says, a, man's, a man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps and makes them sure. We need to take that step of faith. Good example of this. Look at uh, Matthew 14. Matthew 14. I've always liked Peter. You know, Peter made mistakes, but Peter was always one of the first ones to take a step. Whether it was right or wrong, you know, he'd take that step, and he did this in Matthew. And I love this account. Look at Matthew 14, and look at verse uh, 22. It says, immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there, but the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea and were troubled, saying, It is a ghost, and they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. See, what do we remember? Peter denying the Lord Jesus Christ. But he walked on the water. None of those other disciples walked on water. Only Peter. Why? Because he took a step. He took a step of faith. 
While when he saw the wind was boisterous and he, he was afraid, beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately J- Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you have little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Look at Joshua chapter 3. I'm talking about steps today. I believe in this hour... You need to take a step. I believe in this season at Harvest Church, we need to take some steps. We might not understand why, but we just need to do it. Can I have one weak, pathetic amen? Thank you. I like this account of steps. You remember when Israel had to cross the Jordan? You remember that? It tells us in... Joshua 3, and Joshua rose early in the morning, and they came to the Jordan, and he all the children of Israel, and lodged there before they crossed over. And after three days, the, the officers went through the camp, and they commanded the people, saying, When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, and the priests, the Levites, bearing it, then you shall set out from your place and go after it. What were they supposed to put their eyes on? The ark. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Do not come near it, that you may know the way by which you must go, for you have not passed this way before. And Joshua said to the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. The Lord will do what? Wonders among you. But what did they have to do first? Take step. And Joshua spoke to the priest, saying, Take up the Ark of the Covenant, cross over before the people. So they took up the Ark of the Covenant, went before the people. And the Lord said to Joshua, This day I'll begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. You shall command the priests who bear the Ark of the Covenant, saying, When you have come to the edge of the water of the Jordan, you shall stand in the Jordan. So Joshua said to the children of Israel, Come and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said this, By by this you shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will without fail drive out before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, Hivites, Perizzites, Girgashites, Amorites, and the Jebusites. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of the earth is crossing over before you into the Jordan. See, God always goes before you. God always goes ahead of you. And now therefore take for yourselves twelve men from the tribes of Israel, one man from every tribe. And it shall come to pass, as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests who bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of the Jordan, that the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off, the waters that come down from the upstream, and they shall stand as a heap. So it was when the people set out from their camp to cross over the Jordan with the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people. And as those who bore the Ark came to the Jordan, and the what? The feet of the priests who bore the Ark dipped in the edge of the water, for the Jordan overflows all of its banks during the time of harvest. That the waters which came down from the upstream stood what? Still. Is that pretty miraculous? And rose in a heap very far away at Adam, the city that is beside Zaratan. So the waters that went down into the sea of the Arabah, the salt sea, failed and were cut off, and the people crossed over Jericho. 
And the priests who bore the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood, stood firm on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan. And all Israel crossed over on dry ground until all the people crossed completely over the Jordan. We need to be people that will take a step. And there's got to get to a point, there has to come a, a time in every believer's life where, where they, they just don't need, you know, the preacher doesn't need to tell them to take a step. Their wife or their husband doesn't need to tell them to take a step. They just know that they know that they know they need to take a step. You've got to know down here. You can live your life up here, but you've got to learn in these days to live down here by the Spirit. And take a step. See, Daryl, you're not going to forget today's message. Because you'll probably come to my house and tell me you're taking a step. Well, that's good. You're not going to forget my message today. It's very simple. You've got to take a step. You want a new job? Then take a step. Amen? You want a clean vehicle? Take a step. Clean it. Want a clean house? Take a step. Clean it. You've got to do something. You don't like where you, what you're experiencing now, where you're at, then take a step. The steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. Say, I'm a good man. Your steps are ordered of the Lord. I'll never forget when we were at the, the, the old church at 300 South 2nd. can see myself vividly. I can see where I was standing, and that was a long time. And you don't tell me about my memory. I remember what's important. I might not remember what I had for lunch, but I'll remember what's important. I can remember where I was standing in that old church, praying in the Spirit, walking back and forth, and then I heard this. Step out of the boat! And I thought, well, I'm not in a boat. No, I didn't think. I knew exactly what the Spirit of God was telling me, and that was to sell the church, take a step of faith. So we did. We put the old church up for sale, and what, what happened? It sold right away. I'm thinking, oh, my God. We ended up in a, at the Ramada Inn for over a year. Pastor, you don't hear from God. That was the devil. No, when I drive by that, I thank you, Lord, that we sold that building when we did. Then we had to take a step in buying this property, which was a bankrupt truck line. You, you're sitting right now where they service trucks. That was back, I don't know, I forget time, in the early 90s. Took a step. Then we had to take a step and, and fix everything up. You know, we're still taking steps. Your whole spiritual walk with God will require you to take steps every day. Or you can stay where you're at. We need to take a step. And see, right now, this church is at that point. Some of you young leaders, I'm telling you, it's time to come up another notch. People, it's time to come up. Higher. What's that going to require? Step. It's going to require you coming to church more. Not just on Sunday. Oh, now. I'm going to hold on. 
I've been at this too long. I ain't afraid of you folks. Not afraid of man. I've been delivered from it. That made Gunner laugh, whatever. I'm not afraid of you, Gunner. I was last week, but I like your hairstyle this week. That really made me afraid. No, I'm just kidding. It's time to come up another level. You've got to come up another level. It's my job to help bring you up another level. You might not like it, and you can go kicking and screaming. Whatever. Kick and scream all you want. We've got to come up another level. It's going to require us to take a step. It has to come to a point, and your papa would agree with me, where the sheep just start doing things without being told to do them. His daddy is a pastor too. It's time to grow up. It's, it's time to quit playing church. It's time to start taking steps of faith on your own and grow and not just wait on somebody else to try to push you you know, amen? I wish he'd preached the other message. It probably would have been nicer. No, nah, it would have still come out. We talk about the blessings of God and how God wants to bless us financially. Yes, and he does. But, you know, many times it requires us to take a step. Take a step. Years and years ago, when we moved here in the early 80s, and that's been years and years ago, graduated from Bible schools and came here because we took a, a big step. And I, I went from Oklahoma Bible School. She came from Oral Roberts. And I came from Oklahoma, which was heaven. Joe, you went to ORU, didn't you, for a while? I liked it, that atmosphere down there. Then I came here. It was hell. I went from heaven to hell. I'm serious. I came from being protected in a spiritual cocoon out to the world. My eyes were opened. What it was like. But, you know, God required me to take a step. Required my wife and I to take a step. We took the step, and we wondered for a number of years if we took the right step. <laughs> in fact, I had a man of God prophetically speak over me and tell me, you know, you're in the right place. And I thought, well, thank you. I'm in the right place. But I had to take a step. Just because you take a step of faith doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Just because as a church we take a step of faith in the days ahead, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It won't be. There'll be trials, there'll be tests, there'll be things that we're going to have to work through. But we still need to do it. If we want to experience the blessings of God. We came, and I'll never forget this. It's, I've been in the antique business on the side for almost 30 years, and we took a step of faith. We weren't ordained ministers then. We were working in the church. We had to make a living. I bought a truck. Borrowed money, bought the antiques, filled it, was ready to leave, and they called and said, no, we don't want you to come. 
Talk about pressure. And I looked at her, and we got the phone book out, found out we didn't have the Internet back then, did we? We had to use a phone book. I don't know how we did it. <coughs> I think you called a friend or something. They sent you something, didn't they? They sent you a phone book. So we went through antiques. Where to go? And I said, okay. We backed up the truck to the house, went out the front door with everything, loaded the truck, and struck out for Denver, not knowing where we were going or who we were going to sell to, and all the money I'd borrowed was in that truck. I look back at some of the things we've done, but we had to take a step of faith. Long story short, we got there. How we found this, this dealer, we sold everything in the truck, came home, paid off every bit of that note. I wish it worked like that every time, but it didn't. Why? Because then I took a step instead of allowing God to direct my steps. <coughs> <coughs> but we were blessed. You want to be blessed? You're going to take some steps in the days ahead. You too. <coughs> right now, it's you're at a certain place, but you're not going to stay there. God always brings you up. You're going to come up higher. You're going to be blessed as you obey God. <coughs> but there will always be people along your way that will want to punch you. <laughs> I've been spiritually punched many times. And I'm still standing, and you'll still be standing too. If you want to know about that, ask him after church. It's an interesting story. The psalmist said in Psalm 119, verse 133, Order my steps in thy word. That's a wonderful way to pray every day. Order my steps, God. Direct my steps, Father, today. I'm not going to do it. You direct my steps. Amen? That should be a heart's cry. Pastor, you seem serious today. Yeah, I am. I take seriously what I say every time I come up here. Whether you want to hear it or not, I'm going to tell you what I believe the Spirit of God is saying. And today he's saying, take a step. So I'll close with this. And I thought this was interesting. And I'll, I want you to know that this pastor, when he says close, he'll close. I opened up a book. You would like this book, Gene. It's called The Daily Prophecy, and it's by Brenda Kuhneman. You know Hank and Brenda Kuhneman? It's one of the neatest devotionals. And I opened up today, after I already knew what I was going to say. And this was the, the devotional today. She always prefaces everything by, by making a statement by the Spirit of God. She says, it's time now for my people not just to talk about my power, but to demonstrate it. Says the Spirit, yes, step out in miracles. Make a practice of signs and wonders, for the demonstrations of God are here. Then she gives the scripture, 1 Corinthians 2.4, And my speech and my preaching were not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and power. She says, often we talk about the power of God and how it was displayed so powerfully in the lives of those in the Bible, historical figures and in the books. But God didn't stop these demonstrations with the early church era or even a few de decades ago. 
He manifests supernatural demonstrations because we're willing to step out on the edge and do something that causes him to move. Are you listening? With those spiritual ears. The early disciples demonstrated the power of God because they took a risk. God wants to manifest miracles for those who will just step out. I didn't know this was today's. I thought, well, that's the Spirit of God bringing confirmation of what I'm telling you today. You'll need to start small before you graduate up to the boldness of the early apostles. They did some bold things in the book of Acts, but they had lots of practice under the ministry of Jesus first. You can begin with things like just offering to pray for someone who needs healing, or perhaps so a larger than normal offering and expect a breakthrough in your finances. Do something that reveals your confidence in God to act on your behalf. You don't have to wait and wonder if miracles will come. The demonstrations of God are already here. Just step out and watch the Lord display His power. The more you do, the more you'll see demonstrations of God in your life. Then she says, Lord, I believe, this is the prayer, I believe your demonstrations of the Spirit upon me today. I believe for healing, revelation, deliverance, financial breakthrough, dreams, visions, many wonders of your power. Teach me how to demonstrate that anointing in Jesus' name. But it all requires a step. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Just go about life, business as usual. Are you going to take a step? Everyone say, take a step. This summer, we're doing things a little different because we're taking some steps. And it seems like small steps, insignificant steps. But tomorrow night will be the last Monday night prayer. We're going to have prayer on Wednesday nights at 6.30 from now on, because this will give you another night where you don't have to be here, which should help and bless you. Home fellowship, this will be the last home fellowship this coming Wednesday for the summer. The next three months, you'll not have home fellowship, but you're not also going to have church that Wednesday night. We're giving you that Wednesday night off. Because we're nice people here. We're doing some things that, that uh, we want to simplify. Why? Just so you can do whatever you want to do. Well, you can do whatever you want to do, but it also gives you an opportunity to uh, simplify your life and spend time with God. Okay? We're also not going to have as much children's church. I don't know what we've decided there. If we're going to go two times a month or I don't know. We're doing some things different. Just because we need to, we're in that place where we really need to listen with spiritual ears what our marching orders are. Let's stand to our feet today. Well, if you're visiting with us today, you got an earful, but you're not going to forget what I said. What did I say? Take a step. Take a step. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone here today, every family. It's a part of Harvest Church. Even those that are not, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you help them understand the significance 
the importance of what I've said and what I've declared today. Don't let them forget it. Lord, by Your Spirit, I thank You for helping everyone here take that step of faith. Do something different. Father, I thank You as a church, we continue to take those steps of faith that will position us, Lord, to reap a harvest. And so, Holy Spirit, I thank You for Your help, for Your leadership, and for directing our steps in the days, weeks, and months ahead in Jesus' name. We worship You. We honor You. We glorify You today in Jesus' name. Thank You, Lord Jesus. Thank You, Lord Jesus. Is there someone here that uh, has a cyst? That's the word I got right now, a cyst. <clears throat> I don't know what kind of cyst. It is. That's what I got. Got to take step of faith if that's you. Assist or growth or whatever. Okay. Ice cream man's here again. He was here Wednesday night. You hear him? Who's out there playing? The kids, huh? Thank you.